0: and also they're just a volkswagen with a prettier shape i'll fight you <laughs> 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 but they are wow that is so cool let's go it's classic if it sounds too good to be true mm. it is yep and it was See, the unfortunate thing about that is fads
1: come and go so right that's not going to retain value yeah no it's say it's not true
0: Welcome to the Set and Bent podcast. Today we have a super special guest, Ryan Krauss. And today we're going to go over a bunch of cool stuff because you do a bunch of cool stuff. He's a master level metal shaper and amongst other amazing things. So let's get into it. What would you say you do just meeting some rando at a party? Uh, typically I just say I work on Porsches. Just keep it, keep it simple. Okay, you that's, know. that's an
2: extreme oversimplification.
1: It, it's extreme. <laughs> but like What do you guys do when you say, like, you're at a party, right? And they're like, what do you do for a living? You're like, YouTube. Yeah. But then, you know, it, it starts a whole, like, snowball. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's terrible. Start yeah, a and I'm, I'm the kind of person that, like, doesn't start conversations. I'm, like, the, like, keep it surface so I can, like, bounce away, usually. So mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. So
3: you're <laughs> just like, yeah, I work
0: on Porsches. Turn yep, around. Yep, walk away, and they're like, Porsches. <laughs> <laughs> and
4: you're
0: like, sure. <laughs> yeah. Little do they know yeah. that you custom handcraft, like, crazy bodywork. Yeah, something like
1: that. Um, yeah, but if I got to get like more in detail, yeah. then I'll be like, yeah, I do like custom work on Porsches, or I specialize in metal shaping or metal work or metal fab mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, but I do a little bit of everything. Wow, what's the most valuable car you've ever worked on? Uh, I worked on a 25th anniversary edition Lamborghini Countach once. oh, that's oh, a little of money. That's a little. bit. Wow. Yeah. A little bit. I didn't do, didn't
2: do much to it, but you know, I got, I got to sit in it and stuff. What was that? That you were sending me pictures, uh, like last year, of of some super oh. rare. Yeah, it was super a Bizzarini,
1: like ninety something hundred GT. I don't know. It's like a one point something million dollar car. So I guess she because that's the most most expensive car I worked <laughs> on. But that I didn't do anything to. Do. I, it was just in the shop and yeah, they're, okay. they're
0: bleeding the brakes. Mm. But <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, well, what's know. I guess the nicest car you've had to cut into? Because for me, mm-hmm. it's like something nice and rare like it's like a legend you know like yeah. people have a poster of this car on their wall yeah and you go ying i mean
1: <laughs> i like name a 911 and i've done that to it so
0: yeah <laughs> and people oh. have lots of 911s on their walls so they're their kids is that something you're just fully used to full confidence oh, yeah. kind of to car it? to me
1: at this point you know wow. like wow. It, <laughs> I, I started out working on doing collision repair and like a general dealership working on like corollas and you know whatnot. And then started working in a Porsche shop. And you know, like the first year, I was like, this is like nerve wracking. But then at the end of the day,
2: it's just metal, you know? It's, it's all the same. Metal's very forgiving because, like, it's very forgiving. if you mess it up, you can cut it apart and weld it uh-huh. back together and, and uh-huh. weld more to it and shrink it, shrink it and stretch exactly. it. And
1: you, you
0: waste time, but at the end of the day, it can still be a quality project. Uh, hmm. For some reason, to me, it just seems like that metal is extra special because of what it is. Ah yeah there's there's there, there certainly i mean of i mean <laughs> millions of people agree with you and yeah. that's why
2: ryan has a job because uh-huh. what's the, the that the car that you were working on when we were there or while you it was just on the rotisserie the three three yeah yeah That's like there's like two percent of the body that's yep. even left original yep. and it's still mm-hmm. to someone worth mm-hmm. completely restoring it yep. like it's it's been rusted out and patched with like soda cans and stuff. For oh, like the you last literally 50 had a coffee years. can. There was literally yeah, a coffee can the yeah. like quarter panel. It was a Folgers <laughs> like coffee Welded can. into it? No, it was no, like glued and riveted glued. Glued and in. And yeah. Yeah. And
1: really? Yeah. Because yeah, you gotta remember, like, these cars, like at one point weren't that valuable. Like a three fifty six, like right. it's extremely valuable now. And at some point, yes, it was more valuable than like a Corolla, but still like you could have gotten like a three fifty six for less than ten thousand dollars at one point.
0: So that's why these older cars are even more valuable now because a lot of people just let them die. Pretty
1: much, were. yeah. And they're, like they're an old. Investment. I mean, you're
0: talking about like the 50s and 60s cars that like yeah. just all rotted out because they didn't yeah.
1: really know what breast prevention was at the time. And also, they're just a Volkswagen with a prettier shape. I'll fight you. Uh, <laughs> but they are. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're right. I, I refer to them as spicy
0: beetles, but yeah. A
2: spicy beetle. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Eh?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is the, the channel car? I guess we should... Also mentioned that like your day-to-day is more making YouTube videos or working on client work in the shop? <laughs> so it's kind of supposed to be like a 50-50, but it depends on the week. If we're really behind,
1: it's on one or the other kind of thing. It takes more precedence. Yeah. But that the, the like, typical workflow is the first half of the week, I'm working on a YouTube project. Then the second half of the week, I'm trying to catch up with customer work. That's the goal. It kind of, you know, varies depending on...
0: And let the people in on the YouTube project because that's a pretty special... Yeah, yeah. so like
1: I I co-own Crucible Coach Works with Tony Miller. He's my business partner and he's also on the channel with me and we are building a 1960s inspired vintage supercar. Um, We took a 90s Porsche Boxster that we got for 500 bucks that was going to go to basically a junkyard because the engine blew up on it Um, and then we just stripped all the body panels off of it, slapped a Ford 5 liter into it Extended the wheelbase, um, and then we're we're gonna reskin the entire car, like '60s inspired. We just did all the clay design work for it. It's like a little bit of like Lamborghini Miura mixed with GT40, some other flares that we we uh, came up with. But we're doing a whole like handcrafted aluminum body for it, inside and out.
0: Super low, super yeah. wide. The thing is really gnarly. nice. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: real nice, and like the engine. So the engine is kind of a cool story too. So Tony's late father. Had this engine in his Mustang Fox Body, and Tony had the idea he wanted to use it in a project one day. So we're like, we're gonna use this engine for that. So like, it's a little controversial that we're putting like a four liter, five liter into it because like supercar and that doesn't really go together. But we're gonna build the engine up to be like four hundred fifty horsepower or something like that. Which, so.
2: which is vastly more than any car in the in the sixty yeah, exactly. ever had. So <laughs> and the car weighs like nothing
0: because right. it's it's gonna be half aluminum. So <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's what's wild to me is when I see your updates throughout the how long have you been working on this thing? That project, we only started it maybe four months ago, maybe five. You, okay. You, yeah. I think, see the, you see uh, the steps over time though. And it's uh, like the amount of attention into each little square uh-huh. inch mm-hmm. is unbelievable. Build up the
1: tolerances. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs>
0: when you're
1: starting, when you're starting like that, like torn. Ethan, you know, when yeah. you you have something that torn down, it like, it really matters that you're precise because it's just going to build up over time. So, if you fudge a couple millimeters here, it's going to turn a couple inches later. <laughs> like it's got to it's got to be precise. I
3: Feel. know that very well.
2: <laughs> Most of
0: my projects grow in size. Just well, get, more and more asymmetrical yeah. as time
2: goes on. Well, Will doesn't measure in millimeters, and actually, Will doesn't measure in inches either he well, takes the tape measure he pulls it out and then he makes a mark with a sharpie <laughs> where the thing is and then he carries it over and so the whole the, the tape measure is just all sharpie marks now. yeah yeah so mm-hmm. it's not like 16 inches and you know 16 and 5 sixteenths. it's
3: just that sharpie mark yeah so i mean if you want me to cut your Porsche apart, I mean, I could do that. <laughs> it might just be a little different. It but. could be a will edition. Yeah, yeah, special.
0: yeah. yeah. Built I special. Mean, there's different. plenty of people who make body kits who are famous for them hand doing it, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's RWB. Like, oh,
3: yeah, ask use,
1: ask Ryan his
0: opinion on RWB.
1: What do you think I, about I have, RWB? I have, I have no opinion.
2: <laughs>
1: my, oh. my professional
2: business uh,
1: side is I have no opinion. Oh, <laughs> well, it, I have no statements. So it oh, sounds that's like you time.
3: do. It sounds like you have opinion. <laughs>
1: I. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Ryan There's has that, very I, strong let me,
1: opinions. Let me. Uh, <laughs> I do too. I'll, I'll leave we... <laughs> it. I'll, I'll leave it at this because I, I like. I don't like to particularly trash anybody else's thing, Um especially like I can respect the grind that he does. You know, like okay. I mean, the dude can charge like forty k to pop rivets and flares and bumpers on a car, like. Oh, yeah. Who we else can get the away the with videos. that? Like, genuinely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at the same time, like, it's a completely different world than, like, what I do and some of the people I know do. So it's, yeah. like, I, I don't, I don't want to, like, I, I have, like, a thing, like, I don't want to trash anybody else's, like, art, but it's not something I would ever spend money on.
0: <laughs> yep.
2: Makes sense. Use my words very carefully here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I can... I'm not in that world. I can say whatever I want. You can, absolutely. I think that the value is getting to spend that time with him. Mm. I think he's cool. He's chain-smoking. He's cutting into your Porsche.
1: Chain-smoking is cool.
0: You get... Wow. <laughs> it looks cool. It's like-, <laughs> it's like you get to experience that, be a part of it, and a lot of people who get it done are like filming it and putting it on social media. Yeah. I think he kind of sells an experience. Yeah. It's like... I mean and that's it's a pretty cool experience. I'll send you a meme later. That's, that, that sums it up. <laughs>
2: that's what most
0: it's what most
2: like most things that are overpriced, that's what they're selling. I mean, the, the Porsche that you're starting with uh-huh. is yeah. already they're oh, selling you an experience. Yeah. They're okay. selling you a story. They're selling you a money. About an, yeah, about a, yeah, about <laughs> yeah. an experience that you're going to have by owning this car. So so RWB yeah. is the same thing. He's selling you a story about what it's like to have your car modified the, by him. The the
1: unfortunate thing about that is fads come and go. So right. it's not going to retain value.
4: Yeah. No. It's not,
1: Say it's not true. It's not, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm saying it now. It's not going to retain value. No. It's it's just no. like any other fad. Think yeah. of anything else that out there that I I can think of an example offhand right now. But yeah, you know, someone spent. 50k on their car that's worth 50k and it's not going to be worth 100k <laughs> yeah
4: yeah <laughs> yeah, for but sure f-
1: maybe it's worth 100k to them so, if, if so that's
0: yeah. if
1: that's, if that's the value that they want for themselves it's okay yeah. and but i think, think
0: that is what it is it's not hurting anybody else marketing and the the story like the better the story the more valuable mm-hmm. that experience is yeah yep i mean we saw stories
4: yeah, that's, that's what we're in the business of doing, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: We make things that are like almost entirely worthless compared to something you could just buy off a shelf, like a four wheeler or a dirt mm-hmm. bike. Yeah. But the story of how it's made and why it's made is valuable enough to want to spend an hour watching it. Exactly, and, and time is the most valuable thing that you can spend. Yeah, and people trash on us all the time, and it's it's all good uh-huh. because it's true. <laughs> it's, it's like physically- this is so pointless. Buy a four wheeler.
4: yep yep (laughs) absolutely (laughs) if
0: you want to have fun in the woods on a four-wheel drive machine buy a (laughs) (laughs) four-wheeler or spend 600 hours building a four-wheeler that's less
2: reliable (laughs) less capable but looks really cool and and it's (laughs) yours and it's well yeah there's that yeah i mean that's more valuable to me but Mm -hmm. that's because i built it
0: so yeah Mm -hmm. there's there's so much valuable in doing something yourself especially if it's creative that's that's the dream yeah the monster chopper
1: that's not a, a vehicle that's meant to be high performance by any means. <laughs> no. Yeah. However, the value that you're creating right there, Ethan, is like chef kiss, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I think too, like, there's even like the the Barbie Jeep is a good example. Yeah. On the the novelty value. Like mm-hmm. Ethan built that. I didn't build any of it. But I feel so much better driving that than anything else because it's like it's you just know how cute it looks but you also (laughs) know that you can do wheelies and 50 foot jumps like nothing yep yep so it's like i just think that that has so much built-in value as Mm -hmm. driving it and i think if you're really into wide-body porsches then when you're driving this rwb you're like i made it like yeah My business did well enough for me to do this. I'm doing it. Yeah. We're just bar hopping in Florida, getting it done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, all the (laughs) Gen
1: Z kids will love you too. So that's, that's, that's,
2: that's (laughs) why like the rage there, right? (laughs) uh It's also why like any Porsche is worth, you know, way more than a BRZ, even though like technically on a track, BRZ is one of the best production track cars like Mm -hmm. that's ever been built. Mm-hmm. But no one cares because it doesn't feel like a Porsche does. <laughs> it's also, you know, it's a Subaru. So y- yeah, I know. But that's <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like if you if you so it's better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're if be you didn't all know yeah. this podcast, <laughs> if you didn't like, if you didn't have any knowledge of car culture
4: mm-hmm.
2: or or like the supposed value of a Porsche versus a, a BRC and somebody yeah. just gave you both of them, you drove them around the track. Yeah. You'd pick whichever one was the better driving
3: experience. You'd probably have more fun in the BRC. That's not true. I mean,
2: Think about how. I, <laughs> no, no I, I haven't driven either on the track. I'm not yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, not saying
3: that. you would choose the BRC.
2: I'm just saying you wouldn't choose the Porsche because it's a Porsche. You'd choose whichever car drove better, and that's. But like that's the story part yeah. that we've been talking about. It's yep. like. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, that's why people have brand preference and everything else because mm-hmm. like it's not about which one's actually better at doing the thing. Just like yeah. the the Barbie Jeep, is it better at doing the thing? No, no. But it feels so cool. Dri- it driving does it. Re- feel mm-hmm. really
0: cool. Driving. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think if you pulled most people, like, would you rather have this Barbie Jeep or a sports quad? Like even people who don't follow us would probably be like, "Yo, that Barbie Jeep goes hard." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I choose that one <laughs> and and exclusivity. There's only one
2: of that. You yeah, know? I mean, same thing with the, with cars. Like, mm-hmm. there's way more, you know,
0: Subarus on the road than there are Porsches.
2: <laughs>
4: yep.
2: <laughs> For at many least reasons. at least until the head gaskets <laughs> blow.
0: Now, <laughs> yeah, way more Subarus in <laughs> garages than there are Porsches too. <laughs> is
2: getting their yeah. head gaskets noed back together. They're just in, they're just in the I driveway, not the garage. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I think I think Subarus drive around on the road a lot more than
2: yeah ah, on Ford. the road. 100 yeah yeah yeah. 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 100%, yeah. Also sure. also Porsches aren't exactly reliable either. It depends no. on the model. Yeah. It depends on the model.
1: I mean when it comes to like German cars, Porsches up there. It, it yeah. depends on the model. Like
2: an average like Boxster like you can just hop in and go and not really have many problems. I actually I guess. I guess what I mean by not, yeah, uh, reliable isn't the right word there. I've seen the shenanigans involved in fixing those cars. Oh, yes.
1: (laughs) Again, also European vehicle problems. Nightmare,
2: yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and like rear engine vehicle problems and Uh mid engine vehicle problems. Uh Like, it's it's Mm -hmm. so much worse. Anyway. Do they have head gasket issues? Just like. Oh.
1: Huh? (laughs) You were really hoping they did, didn't you? Working at this Porsche shop for, I think it's going to be eight years this year seven or eight if you which it doesn't matter but i've never seen a head gasket issue the entire time i worked there
0: we have a dream sponsor for the sent and bent podcast and that is onyx off road we love this application we use it all the time to find our snowmobile trails off-road trails trail ratings pictures and reviews of what the trail is like there's just everything you need to have a good time all in one spot we also use it to see where private and public lands meet, and if you need to cross private land, there is contact information for someone that you could try to get a hold of to get permission to do that crossing. So check out Onyx Off-Road. The link is in our description, and enjoy the Sent and Bent podcast. Being in and out of all these nice cars every day, yeah. what, what do you think is like the chef's kiss car? Like, What would you get, or what do you have? That, I, that, like, that I've driven? or like that you've driven or that you drool mm, over like you
1: see one and you're like dang I will always drool over like a 993 Turbo or like 993 C4S like that era 911 I really like Um, and like for practicality like the the good balance of like performance to reliability like a 997 GT3 that's 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 like the perfect car in my opinion but at the end and additionally though the problem with like being around so many like high end cars is like I'm dumb to it now like Mm. The Chang Li excites me more.
4: <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, let's no. go. <laughs> It's just because
1: it's so whimsical, and like I've never seen a Chang Li before. Yeah, I've seen hundreds of nine 11s I've driven hundreds of nine but I've never driven a Chang Li.
3: This man essentially said that the Chang Li is better than a nine eleven. That's what I
1: heard as well. And, and at the end of the day, though, it's about the story. We've
3: been talking about that. Yeah. Like it's, it's right.
1: about the story. It's about like how uh, like unattainable it is too. Right? A Chang Li. Sure,
0: it's attainable, but I'm not going to spend 10 grand on a Chang Lee. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but when you see it go 46 miles in a YouTube video, you're like, "Dang, that, that is was nice." That video was really good, by the way. Props you to like you guys. That one? Yeah, I like that video a lot. That was a experiment for the movie. Mm. So, we put a lot of extra I guess not time and energy into actually filming it. You could tell it was like our little handy cam. It wasn't even our good camera. Yeah. Like uh, it was just Will and I. So our day-to-day grind hard video actually has a lot more time spent into the filming. Yeah. But the amount we recorded and the way we recorded it, like we went into that thinking, can we make a simple adventure an hour long thing? And it ended up being what? An hour 20, something like that. But, and could, I feel like there could have been more to it too. Like it, like,
1: it was so good that like when it ended, I was like, oh, it's over already. Like I didn't think it was an hour and a half. You know
0: what I mean? That's, that's good to hear. I spent so much time going over it in the edit that I thought that there were some scenes that I could have made a lot shorter. I, I know that feeling entirely. Like <laughs>
1: pacing, pacing a video is so tough. It's the and hardest like, part, and like you, you, know, you do it enough that like you get a good like internal clock for it that. Like you just know, like you can just you can even know how long you're editing one part. You're like, hey, like, I'm done. Like I know that's good. But then you question, it. like you said, you question it later. You're like I could have cut that out or not or whatever. But the pacing in that video was yeah. really good, especially for okay. what you were, you were working
0: with. <laughs> there was this four and a half minute scene of Will and I talking about how we like forgot about the shovel falling uh-huh. off the chain. Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember that. You didn't think that was too long? No. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. Oh Edwin, calm down. Calm All down. stuff, I'm <laughs> getting too excited. <laughs> talking <laughs> about the Chang Lee. Yeah, he's, he's
2: knocked over his pink Stanley thermos. Well, Ryan, if you if you actually did want to work with us full time, you're going about it the right way. Oh, no. By talking about Chang Lee. Just talking about oh, no. the Chang Lee <laughs> Being excited day. about Chang Lee's oh, no. That's how you get hired. <laughs>
0: I think... <clears throat> Will and I were watching. Let's see. Here, what what happened that Ethan and Steven were gone at the same time? Uh, you mean when we were when we were picking up
2: the
3: snowcat? Maybe.
0: No, it was. Mm,
3: which project was it? More
2: recently, when we
0: were watching Top Gear together.
3: <clears throat> mm, that yeah. was
0: that was only for one day, Ethan. Yeah. So maybe you guys were just it getting was the snowcat. The snowcat. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that day at lunch. Uh, we pulled the audience on YouTube and we said, what's your favorite Top Gear special? And one of the common answers was the Burma episode Okay, yeah, where they get the lorries and they, you know. Mm -hmm. That that was a good one. It's a really good one. And Will and I were watching that and we're always watching everything in our space. You know, we're watching Whistle and Diesel, uh, Heavy D Sparks. um, And we were just looking at these almost more episodic formats than what we do. Okay. Like, I think what we do that's different is it's like, you're a fly on the wall. You feel like you're hanging out with us. Yeah. At least that's what I'm going for 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 is like an editor. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that's what Steven captures as a filmer is like these just real moments. Yeah. And it's more candid. It's not like that Mm -hmm. force. Mm -hmm. And so That's hard to do for a really long video Mm -hmm. because if you're just hanging out with us, it could seem to get kind of boring to hang out with us for that long, (laughs) I guess is what I'm trying to say. So these channels that I mentioned, like especially Top Gear, you can tell there's a lot of scripted stuff, but then there's also the unscripted stuff Mm -hmm. and the unscripted stuff, I think unanimous unanimously people think is better oh yeah like when you think of those viral moments or like when tiktok was first bumping off and people were just copying everyone else's stuff and just stealing it and uploading it Mm -hmm. the scenes you saw from top gear weren't the scripted like Mm -hmm. it was just like the funny jank stuff you know like that is what the those real moments i think Mm -hmm. that is what people like the best and so we knew we were going to do the hundred mile challenge we were just having lunch, watching Top Gear, and we were like, if we just do it and have a camera on the entire time and just edit it in a way that's like all natural occurring moments, like yeah. we didn't need to make any of that up. Mm-hmm. Like our mac and cheese was terrible. Oh <laughs> no God, God like, not the mac and cheese. <laughs> it was yeah. just doomed from the actual start. I actually yeah. just watched it again like the other night. Yeah. And there's this whole scene where we're just trying to get up the road to start the hundred mile challenge. Mm -hmm. And we realize the battery is half dead and this random guy's dog pees on the car. I I remember that. Yep. And I was like, like as I was editing it, I was like, okay, if I was trying to do this big viral engaging moment, I wouldn't use any of this. But I was like, I think that in order to make a movie that feels real, that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like to, to
1: add to that too. Like we found the same thing in our own channel too, because we were mainly just showing like the cool stuff, like the like the, the viral stuff, the stuff that you yeah. like people were like. If hey, they saw this one clip of your video, they'd be like, "These guys are freaking awesome!" Like, I, "Or this project's awesome," or whatever. And then we switched. We like in the last probably two months, we 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 did like a little like shift because we wanted to make it more rel- like relatable too, because like we leave in the parts where we order a part and it doesn't fit now. Are we leaving the parts where I break a tool or something like yeah. things that like, that's where it's at. Like yep. things that like you maybe wouldn't have filmed initially. Cause you're just trying to condense as much viral oriented stuff into like a 10 or 15 minute video or 20 minute video. Um, it's it, it, like, I honestly like I've started enjoying making videos more than two. Cause I didn't feel like I was misleading people. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this is all perfect and this is all shiny. Exactly. And I think, you see big trends on Instagram too now go away from that kind of mm-hmm. perfectly curated lifestyle. Like yeah. those shop with me videos going to Gucci or something, like those are <laughs> getting way less views. Yeah. And I think a big part of that is <clears throat> early YouTube. If you had a Lamborghini and you said, I'm young, like 25, yep. and this is how I have this Lamborghini, a lot of people started their channels that way. Mm-hmm. And it was like, hey, I worked really hard at this mm-hmm. lawn mowing business. And now I have 40 employees and I can afford a Lamborghini, even though I'm young. Yep. That used to be really interesting, but now it's like, I'm 16 and I got three Bugattis. Ah, yeah. literally everyone. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yep. yeah.
1: Well, cause, Cause the formula before, like it was like, I think I remember seeing Mr. Beast, beast video on this a while ago. And it was, it was like, there's three major parts you need to a video to to go. Well, it was like something unattainable, something relatable, and then something emotional, I think, is what it was, or something like mm-hmm. the three major parts you need for like a viral clip or video or whatever. And the unattainable used to be being twenty-five and having a Lamborghini. Yeah. Now, like everybody and their mom has that because you can you can even like fake having that by leasing one or going to right. a- renting yeah. one. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. it's now it's that's that's not it. Now people actually want the relatable, genuine mistakes yeah. right. and everything else.
0: Well, well, it's like go shop with me, and it's like I'm a single mom with three kids. This is how I afford. to feed my kids well Uh and that is way more interesting Mm -hmm. or like what we do you know if you're talking about you know
2: something relatable and unattainable like the things we build are unattainable only in the sense that like no one's ever built them before so they Mm -hmm. don't exist like it, but they seem but it's relatable. Re- it's relatable because we're just building them with mm-hmm. parts and yeah. relatively simple tools. And the barrier to
1: entry barrier to entry is simple tools, but also just the time. Yeah, right. It's, it's the main thing is the time
2: and creativity yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it, it it's like it's unattainable and relatable at the same time yeah. because like mm-hmm. e- yeah, it's it's relatable because you're like oh well, if I had a couple of tools and a little bit of time, I could do mm-hmm. that too. And then mm-hmm. but. No one's ever seen it before. So yep. that's, I
0: mean. Yeah, like my um, favorite part of the last chopper video, you lathe down this perfect little piece for the pivot part of the steering. Yep. And you're like, oh, this doesn't work. It's trash. And then you hold up the Subaru timing belt pulley. Is that <laughs> no, it, it is? It's, yeah. And you're yeah. like, hey, Will. And Will was like,
4: oh, Subaru <laughs> timing <laughs> belt pulley. And you were yep. like,
0: yup. And then all you did was <clears throat> machine down one side of it, weld yep. it on, done. Right, right there. there. Yep. yep. Right behind me. And that was oh, my favorite part of the entire video. It's a very
3: nice looking part. Like
0: it's we nice. did. There's some very nice parts in there. There's some really funny moments. There's tipping it going down the hill. Yep. But my favorite mm-hmm. part, hey, part is gummy. when you're just digging through the bin and you're like, <laughs> this little pulley that is at any junkyard is the part that's going to work. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's yep. nice. A little bit of junkyard wars that's in every episode. Exactly. <laughs> I miss that show. Same. Yeah. That was a good show. Yep. What if we... Just bring it back, dude. You know,
1: <laughs> we do a little little special together. Little well, well, junkyard wars, <laughs> yeah. Cru- crucible coachworks, oh, and Grindhard junkyard yeah, wars. It's special. A funny story: the junkyard that is literally maybe three hundred yards from my shop is the junkyard that Whistling Diesel was crushing this uh Carolina squat, wherever it is. truck Oh, really? video. Yeah, like two years ago. Nice. I didn't know that until one day someone was like, "Yo, you know that was a junkyard." I'm like, "What? What? Where's what? my invite? What state is he in?" I always forget. Is <sighs> like Tennessee or something like that. I've no idea. I think it's like Tennessee or something. I don't uh, know. Not I remember clue. like if you like go to the video he sees, like he's like no one will let me do this except for this one place and he had to travel for it.
0: Oh, and oh, that yeah. was any travel yard, anything yeah. goes.
1: And like, that also was the junkyard that's known for like shrapnel blowing out of their crusher and like going into people's houses. So Oh, yeah,
2: you told me about that. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, like
1: literally like there's like cuz there's, cause there's an apartment Good. it's yeah. like at the edge of the city like yeah. there's shrapnel going through people's roofs into like their
0: like bedrooms and Hoth? stuff. I feel yeah. like uh Could you break that down for us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what do you want to know? Everything. Like, I mean, let's start at the beginning. This sounds like a very unique situation. Yeah, so <laughs> long story short, there is a scrapyard beside
1: our shop, and throughout the day, like, there's, like, explosions you hear because they crush things that you're not supposed to crush. Like, they have, like, fuel tanks with fuel in them, or I don't know the science behind it. I don't wow. I don't work at a junkyard. And so
0: this junkyard was here, and then suburbia moved in around it, or? I don't think so. It's at the edge of a city, like, York City, which is, which like, an old like city. Hundreds of years really? old, <laughs> really? Yeah. And so they're, they're just,
1: just like, really bad at zoning in your area, or... I think... I, I know that there are, like, a couple families that have a lot of money in the area, and they own everything, and so, like, they can kind of just do what they want kind of thing, you know? Ah, America. Like that Yeah, you know, American capitalism <laughs> thing. Um, but anyway, like throughout the day there'll be explosions and some of them are like big enough explosions that things like fall off the wall of the shop and it's like it like it shakes your chest you know really you know you ever experience an explosion like, like like you like feel winded for a second you know <laughs> like there's some big explosions cause they i don't know things. if i've been yeah, that
0: all. close to it i've big never of an explosion. really yeah no. Uh, i mean well, like i've blown up like tannerite or like a propane tank and that's like a little bit of a douche oh yeah. do you want to kind of okay well <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> I mean, are in Idaho. <laughs> scene is... cut. <laughs> <laughs> scene cut. Boom.
1: <laughs>
4: so, anyway. <laughs>
1: so anyway, so yeah, they they would crush things and they would get all these like notices that they can't do that kind of thing. Um, like, and I know like it's real sketch back there because if people will, like fly drones over top or whatever and they like shoot them down and stuff. Like what? Yeah, with shotguns. I, I don't know with what, but yeah, like the they have like, a a junkyard. Like it's like now, yeah, it's the junkyard. Yeah, so, so you know, in other words, they're crushing drones. stuff that like really should maybe be i'm well, not gonna say the name of the place too yeah, because
2: yeah. i you yeah. know i'm so close by yeah no but <laughs> yeah. i mean like not that people couldn't figure it out based off my location but but, but yeah they're, they're they're crushing stuff that like you know maybe uh wasn't um the original owner <laughs> <laughs> Potentially. Um, ah. if you know and, what i mean
1: i like i understand like accidents happen like you know right. sometimes explosions happen we get that it happens to all of us um yeah, However, I mean, I've I've blown up a couple of gas tanks. it, yeah, it happens. I mean, we've done some silly things <laughs> in our lives that yeah. maybe should never have been filmed, oh. um, for safety reasons. But anyway, past that, like, yeah, they would crush things, and then the shrapnel from the explosion would blow into the air, and like they would, like they people would say that they could feel the explosions from like five miles away at times. So, like how big the explosion or, or more like i have the people that work in the shop that live like 10 miles away wow. like i actually have felt that like little like shake how, how did this not destroy their crusher slash shredder? i don't know but they had to put like a really really thick plate over top of it like they were mandated <clears throat> like at, like inches thick plate <laughs> so like so <laughs> what as like a safety oh thing God. it's
0: like their kill dozer version of a crusher <laughs> pretty much yeah
1: yeah exactly I, like i know like someone actually died there like in the last year from like some forklift accident like oh, it, i know they, they have issues there um Yikes! Yeah, it is terrible, honestly. But <laughs> yeah, they're they're this they're this known for exploding things and being a general nuisance. Wow! And I don't know how they can get away with it. Whereas, like, we're on private property technically. And if you like shoot a gun back here, like the police show up, which we're legally we can legally do,
0: but they'll show up like every single time. Yeah, like you know, explosions next door. Oh, yeah, they'll knock down a drone out of the sky. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so you said this is a no fly zone. Is that? they're no fly them protecting it that like i don't on know the dji app is it like fly
1: safe? That i don't know i don't own a drone so i can't like see like i have never checked the actual like no fly zones but this man doesn't have a drone i know
0: but you like are intel- i can fly a drone
1: too but i don't own, own one but or you're what? into
0: all the nerdy stuff
2: i know drones are expensive
1: yeah
0: but, but there's like <laughs> cheap
1: ones yeah. well the other thing too like I, if i bought a drone it'd be for like film use you know yeah but we sell film so like i'll have someone to pilot it and film me at the same time you know yeah like also, got like one of the ones that like self-track you, you know? Those they, never work. They never work. You've never <laughs> even... the
0: All the commercials of those drone tracking features, totally fake. Yeah, I, I, see, I read the comments on them. Yeah, I got yeah. really excited about our new drone, the Mavic 3 Classic. mm When it came out, the flagship 360 obstacle avoidance, they had this video of it chasing a mountain biker down a tree. Oh, my God. I was like, if it's 10% as good as that, that's great. Yeah. On the 100-mile challenge, we tried it. Wide open, clear cut. Bright red Chang Li going through the clear cut. (laughs) It followed us for two seconds and then got distracted on a tree and started panning around the tree. And I was like, it couldn't get easier than this. It's It's an ADHD drone. Yeah. (laughs) The the GoPro Karma had a riddle bracelet. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That was so promising. I'm like, GPS bracelet, let's go. Those things couldn't stay in the sky to save their lives. Mm. GoPro almost went out of business when they dropped that. But yeah, I would say. Mavic Air, I think it's like 250. Yeah. Really nice 4K. Uh, couldn't use it quite in a lot of windy situations. But you can do this thing where if you set a start point and an end point manually. Okay, yeah, yeah. Then you do your thing and while, while it, it does that. Yeah, and that, that, that actually works pretty good on the DJI. It's a good spot.
1: idea. I didn't even think that was a possibility.
0: I'll show you, you later. Go. Yeah, show me. Yeah, but... um Yeah, man, when you were talking about blowing up this junkyard. Yeah. So last year was the year of this garage. Yep. And then probably next year will be the year of uh, my garage. Okay. And I didn't even know this coming into it, but the only somewhat reasonable piece of business land in our area Mm -hmm. I got. And when we were going through the paperwork, I discovered a bunch of really nice stuff. It was an illegal car-crushing place. Really? I mean, I knew it was a junkyard that crushed cars. I didn't know it was illegal. It was illegal. So we had to go through with our realtor to see if there were any like, because if you buy a property like that, yeah like and there's like unpaid fines or like there's a certain amount oh. of oil in the ground i could be liable for that mm, really yeah. so the history documentation with my property is actually pretty sick was it illegal like, because it was built so close to n- no the like walkers? illegal because they would have a permit for crushing oh. the cars and they were it,
2: probably not requiring titles either so like people yeah. would
0: just take yeah. any car there so it was a junkyard and i could see like this was it was huge money this was like a long time ago that this was happening i don't know the exact year but uh, it's probably been like, closed down
2: for the last no oh. i would say somewhere in the range of 8 8 years or so that it's been or 8 to
0: 10 that it's been totally mm-hmm. gone there's like a $40,000 fine for like the illegal crushing like it was a pretty big deal but there's all these cool car parts on the lot and like mm-hmm. so when i think this one this garage series was really like episodic, but I think for the, the next garage will be kind of more of an all in one video. Mm-hmm. And I well, really none of want us will be to be actually building it. It'll just exactly. Be so it'll be less yeah. interesting in that way. Um, like a regular contractor will just be doing it, but I'll still show everything. But the exciting part of the story for me, I was like, this is so good for the video. Like my realtor was like, oh yeah, there's might be all these problems and ground pollution because it was this junkyard with illegal <laughs> crushing. And I was like, yes, the video is going to be so much better. We're going to find all these little car parts when they dig the, for the, you know, like lot and whatever. And we're going to make like, I have all these old pictures that came with the documentation. Ooh, that's, cool. that's sick. It's going to be sick. So it's like, from a chop shop to the YouTube version of a whatever you would call what kind we of a chop do. shop, yeah, kind
4: of, <laughs> kind of. I mean, we
0: just cut up a bunch of stuff but, and turn it into other stuff. So, like I'll back you up a little bit, you kind of glossed by. You said it was like a forty
1: thousand dollars fine for illegally crushing cars. Yeah, I feel like that's really light. Yeah, that seems Same. pretty minimal. Like, I feel like it's very easy to oh, rack up enough money to like <laughs> pay that pay, fine, like, pay that
2: fine, and Dude, then some. yeah, <laughs> that junkyard was so weird. It makes a lot more sense now because I went there a few times to try and get parts and like. They did not want to sell you stuff. They didn't even want you to be there. Like you walk in and they're just like, What? (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, hey, can I get this part? And they're like, Yeah, it's like more expensive than new. And I'm like, Really? (laughs) And they're like, Yeah. (laughs) 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 No, no, I'm I'm exaggerating. (laughs) But like But but it was like it was like forty dollars for a part that would only cost like fifty new. And I was like, What? Like that's way too expensive. And they're like, eh, take it or leave it. (laughs) (laughs) Like they were so good. And like the Every time I went in there, which was probably only three times over a handful of years, but every time, like the office would be more full of parts. Like, they're just pulling parts off of cars and (laughs) stacking them up in there, but not selling any of them. So, it makes sense if they were crushing cars illegally. Maybe people Uh, were paying them a little bit to do that, and they were just not making any money by selling Uh, parts. Get out
0: of here, kid. We don't want to sell you two little Subaru pieces for 40 bucks. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I think- It's a weird place. There's a lot of places like that that are kind of like, you go there as a customer, and you feel like they- aren't treating it like a business. It's, it's just like, like a what big they do, but they're not interested in actually making the money side of the mm-hmm. business there's a lot of that in small town America, I there's, think. There's, like a kind of muffler shop. there's a muffler here. shop in town that's a little bit like that.
2: Yeah, oh, I know exactly I like the like place you're muffler talking muffler shop, about. Honestly. It hasn't been painted in 25 years. Every it's every the muffler same shop. dude that's been running it for 25 every years. Every muffler shop. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I mean, I guess if you actually went in there and wanted him to do a muffler on like a whole exhaust on your car, like maybe he'd have a slightly different attitude. But if you're like, hey, do you have some exhaust tubing I can buy? Like the easiest thing for him to do
0: is just sell you. He's like,
2: what? that's <laughs> <laughs> not what i do
0: <laughs> i was like oh well, you have this exhaust leak. Like, can you fix it uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah <laughs> anyway yeah it's pretty nice you i was thinking that. we had this poll on um youtube ah and we got some some questions the very get? first one is get well to say Chang Lee, but I think we already did that. I say that all the time. Well, you can say say it again.
2: Extra special right now. Chang Lee. That just hits so hard. It hits different with the microphones and the headphones.
0: (laughs) That's probably what they wanted. They wanted to hear it at podcast quality because so far Mm, they're just hearing it from our iPhone (laughs) quality.
2: (laughs) Mercedes. Oh, this
0: one's kind of interesting. (laughs) Um, We haven't actually really talked about this very much, and certainly never publicly, but uh, Ooh. Mike wants to know about the next Power Wheels build.
4: Mm.
0: Uh, oh,
2: well, I mean, two things. I mean, well, you know, we might eventually build the tank. I don't want to get people too excited, but, you know, I've been thinking about it. Uh, the next Power Wheels-esque build is not actually going to be a Power Wheels. It's a Dodge Viper body that's fiberglass, and it's probably, I don't know, 40 50 larger than a power wheels body um we traded an ultralight airplane that we got for free um that didn't run for this vintage fiberglass viper body uh so yeah that's gonna be the next power wheels style build uh, i'm not sure what engine i'm gonna use yet i kind of want another ktm v twin just because they're so beautiful um or maybe maybe a maybe a normal like you know Crotch rocket motor. Who knows? Do, but do they make a little V ten so you can make it like a real real? I wish. That'd oh, that cool. would be sick. A micro V ten. <laughs> yeah, itty bitty one. That would be um, so cool. <laughs> Josh from Vega Industries really, really, really wants me to LS swap it. Like actual LS. He would want you to. Do yeah, that. and he did. He measured what it. What the he measured, devil yeah. would that be? You would be like
3: sitting on an LS. Basically, actually? I mean, he
2: measured it and he's like, I mean, like. It wouldn't be that much more engine out the hood than like the kernel with its engine because it's a bigger hood. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I can't
0: get excited about it because
2: it wouldn't perform anyway. Would, it would just. It would weigh what? a
0: ton. It'd weigh a yeah. ton,
2: and it would have no room for suspension. Yeah. And
0: yeah, it's not what I want to do. I do like the idea of a crotch rocket engine in the front of that thing, though. Just mm. yeah. The well, I also rev. Just yeah, they sound so nice.
2: I also haven't decided if it should be front or rear engine yet because it's designed to be rear engine. Uh, hmm. The body is. Uh, it's like designed to have an engine in it. Yeah. it's for a go-kart um so it'd be you know uh spatially much easier to put the engine in the rear but it depends on what engine i use because like a crotch rocket engine in the front wouldn't really look right like it'd either have to be turned sideways so you could go to shaft drive which would kind of fit but then it would look like it was a honda with an inline four
1: What about the uh, the motors you got for the tank Electric motors, yeah, the Leaf ones. Uh, those are
2: those are junk. There's yeah. no point never using
0: those. Okay. I got mean, bad information. Yeah. Basically, we. I mean, mm, yeah. someone was had some self-made credentials in gotcha. an email. Was like, if you use these batteries with this motor, you'll make this much power. And we're like, wow, that is so cool. Let's go. And it's almost unbelievable. Yeah, but cool. yeah, if, it's classic. If it sounds too good to be true, mm. it is. Yep. And it was also <laughs> also like you could Check make out. those motors work, and you could make
2: good power with them for sure. But they're not the right choice for that because they weigh like a hundred pounds each, and, and the
0: size of battery you'd need to actually get that power. Is, is, once we did the yeah. real math, we were like, "Oh, this doesn't work for a small." This ain't it. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And and it just yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. And also at the time, like we thought that was a good idea because it was much cheaper than buying new. But now we like work with um, uh, Electro, Electro and Co, and, co, and, and they. they they have motors that are like a quarter the size Mm -hmm. and a tenth of the weight Mm -hmm. that can put out not the same power, but a lot. Yeah. And so we did two of those
0: anyway. Yeah. And they have a new controller coming out that you can fully program programmable. Yeah. That's pretty sick in the electric space is what everybody wants and no one can get. Does that mean that you can make it into your garage door? Yeah, yeah,
2: that that. yeah, that would be ideal. That <laughs> wasn't a programming issue. That was a that, that sticky throttle that cable <laughs> issue. Stuck. Yeah.
0: yeah, what happened? Because I just saw a so, picture, but I don't really know the full I story. just came
3: over here, and I saw like a big dent in the door, and I was like, I didn't make that one. What <laughs> is that doing there?
0: All I wanted to say to reference this whole situation is Will and I have a don't get out of the go-kart without turning it off rule that's in the go-kart videos. Yeah, yeah. all of them. <laughs> and there is also two shots of runaway go-kart uh, yeah. <laughs> where people are like how would that possibly happen
3: well yeah, i've seen this, the, I, i've the seen wrong. the
2: runaway go-kart shots yeah. but those happened like while you were drifting well you were in it yeah. 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 yeah and also i just wasn't really thinking about it i was just we were getting ready getting yeah. it ready to go test it outside cuz the snow was all nice and crusty mm-hmm. and i was just moving it around and then i Hopped out of it real quick to open the garage door, <laughs> and the throttle decided that was the time to stick <laughs> on full. Oh no, I was and filming <laughs> Ethan, <laughs> and, and like he like pulled
1: it up to the door and stuff. and He's like, Okay, we're ready to go. And he, like, I, I shut the camera off, and then he goes oh. to the get up and, he goes, and then goes and I try, I, I get it on it right and hits the door. So I get, I get the oh, burnout. Really? Oh, and yeah, we nice. saw the footage, oh, we used nice. to get the, the start of it, you know. Oh, that's fine. I got nice. some of the footage, we got some footage. Were filming at all. That's
3: yeah, awesome. I'm glad yeah. there's a video of it hitting the door. Well, it's with like no one in it. It's got. It's like it has
2: just hit the door when the camera starts rolling, but it's sitting there just. Yeah, and Ethan's like it's close enough. I'm like, ah, stop, stop. Yeah, I mean, like if I think back to it, yeah, I I know that you're not supposed to get out of it without turning it off. But I was like, I've driven that thing so little. Yeah, I was yeah. not used to it. It wasn't habit to always turn it off. So I just hopped yeah. out and I was like, It'll that be be fine. habit is only created once it runs away on exactly you. Yeah. and i hadn't had <laughs> that have experience to yet have you know it run away like know.
0: even if i had like actually watched the videos where you guys did yeah. that i probably still so would have still have i would have
2: just been like no let's yeah. go and then yep.
0: and electric stuff is just unassuming in that yeah. way like i've yeah. totally like leaned on the throttle of my electric dirt bike before and then it just takes <laughs> off <and hits laughs> the wall yep. in my garage like, and I'm oh, like, oh, you're, oh, you're yeah it's like it's if you were, if it was an engine, you probably would have powered it off, you right? Yeah, like you just don't think about that kind yep. of thing when it's electric because sure. it just goes zoop. But maybe it's something that people get more used to. But yeah, like mm-hmm. dogs will get more used to. I don't know. But Will and yeah. I have this thing where we're pretty reckless and dumb and don't make the really? right decision all the time. Not all the time. So never could have picked up on that. We have know, this thing to- Where we like it if ethan is the first one to damage something yep. yeah yeah uh, i mean uh, also because uh, everything is his honestly like yeah. the garage I, I can, is his the that. garden fence is his yeah mm, and like
2: yep. no it, i'm really glad that i'm the one that broke the door because i was just laughing about it i was like oh that was really dumb <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i would have been really annoyed if it had been one of you guys but yeah. it was <laughs> so me last time i was out here <laughs> the day after i left is when we
1: were into the fence i think <sighs>
4: Yeah, yeah. Uh, something yeah. like that. You got a photo yeah. of Will
1: bleeding, and I was oh. like, what What did he
0: do? Which time was that? <laughs> that was the three-wheeler <laughs> wheeler. Yeah, because um, yeah, Ethan just kind of reset the fence this summer, and Will and I were like, oh, we've had some close calls. We're like, we just really want Ethan to hit the fence for us. And now he, he did hit it right before I ran into it with the BMW. So I was like, okay, like, Ethan did the first new fence damage Mm -hmm. like now if we like do a little drift into the garage door like we won't feel as bad like no honestly a
4: good punt (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) also the weird thing is it actually opens better
2: now oh that's yeah like well realizing it, it folded it just a little bit and then i like kicked it back into shape but I think the tracks need to be adjusted a smidgen. So the tracks were a little too close to it. And so they would kind of rub on the sides and now wow. they don't. So it's great. Okay. Also, also if it, if we totally destroy it, that, that's just, I mean, one, we could just replace panels, but uh, it'd be a great excuse to get a better door. Cause that one's kind of crap and get one that has windows. Cause more windows is more better.
4: So mm-hmm.
0: what we do is inherently risky to nice things. Indeed. We
2: can't have nice no. things. That's for
0: sure. Yeah. I'm sure you felt our lens and it's like crunchy. That's pretty good. And we take really good care yeah. of it. But yeah, all your camera bodies look like they've been through like I don't know World War II
1: or something. <laughs>
4: yeah, <laughs> they pretty much been yeah. in the trenches. <laughs> <Yep. Yeah. laughs> I mean it's nothing but
0: steel dust and welding sparks uh-huh. and rocks like, and getting blasted by dirt. I also don't yeah. think filming welding all the time is good for your camera sensors. Absolutely not. But I'm sure. I mean, if, if lasers take is. out camera sensors, I'm sure that yeah, <laughs> it's like a oh, diet laser. I didn't think of that. You aren't yeah. supposed to
3: film lasers mm-hmm. directly. Nope. We were looking at some footage yesterday that had some. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: Broken pixels Especially Especially if you're using a lens that's even remotely telephoto. Now you're just... Yeah, amplifying. now you're amplifying, amplifying it. We got that macro lens. I'm sure the camera sensor's going nice. to murder it. So that lens is nice, though. It, it is. Oh, no, it's, it's super nice. But <laughs> I'm just, No, the <laughs> lens is, nice. is going to stay pretty nice. I, I would bet it's going to murder the sensor how, pretty how quick. How much is that lens? I don't know.
0: Um, Steven knows. Do you know how much the macro is? Not yeah. oh, really. $900. Yeah. That's surprising. That's yeah. a yeah. really crispy lens. It's really nice. That's the thing about prime lenses though. Like you start worrying about focusing and then you have all these other elements and it just like, you know, it's yeah. more expensive and easier to break. Yeah. You know, prime lenses. It's like you can get a pretty dang crispy image for yep. a budget, Yep. which is nice. Yeah. I mean, it's a much simpler piece of <laughs> equipment yeah. for sure. I got a good question for you. Oh no. We we're talking about the grindhard movie earlier. Okay. If, you were to direct the grindhard movie, mm. the first grindhard movie. Okay, what would you do? Like for the adventure, for the adventure? Or yeah, would you do so it like, more like, of a I, build. I need, I need to or would you do an event.
1: Well, I, I, well, so like I feel like the grindhard story in general is really interesting, like where you guys started at and stuff. But you mm-hmm. can't go back in time and film that. You know what I mean? No. Unless you did like a whole like. Nitro Circus movie, yeah, or like you just like <laughs> pretended like you, like you reshot things like they were. You still have the dungeon over there, so <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Like okay. that would be kind of cool, because um, I, I think like to go back to what we were talking about earlier with like relat- relatability and stuff. Like the like the the come up story of Grindhard would be a really good movie in my opinion, mm. which I think, think is also kind of low hanging fruit because I think everyone kind of thinks that immediately.
0: But I think our story isn't. Even really into Act Two yet for that story though. Well, I mean, like I no think one's story's ever done. Well, think <laughs> of the the Nitro Circus movie, the big three D one in theaters. You ever see that? I actually, Travis Pastrana. I haven't. Okay, well, you know, Travis Pastrana's story growing mm, up in motocross loosely, yeah. and yeah. then getting into Nitro Circus and now just like doing every yeah. Moser Sport thing at the highest level possible. Mm-hmm. So even before he entered WRC, that movie came out. Yeah. And it was like, they did a reenactment of him riding dirt bikes as a kid and like. Gotcha. They made it look like the whole Nitro Circus crew was together when they were kids. Gotcha. Even though they weren't, but it worked. It's like actors Really kind of thing. good. Yeah. yeah. Like little kids jumping dirt bikes. It was great. Yeah. It was so well done. But he'd already accomplished so much that that movie had a third act. It was like started from jumping little bikes when I was five to... There's a spider at your hand
1: and you almost smashed it on oh, the no. table. Oh. <laughs> oh.
3: Look at the little guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Will, so get we'll, over here. That's a jumping spider. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like a little jumping... That, that thing That's to a story, I'm
0: sorry. to scoot over here. <laughs> but I guess the reason why I don't feel like we're ready to tell that story yet is because we haven't, like, accomplished that big Act 3, you know?
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So like, That's fine. You get to feel it yourself. If you, you <laughs> know. I, I think yeah. from an external,
1: externally... That's what you would want I, think, I feel see. like people would think you have accomplished that for, you like know... Like, by moving into the new shop. And, you got, I mean, you got a new shop. You have so many huge projects that you guys have completed that are, like... I can, like, I came here this week, and there are so many projects that run... And it can be driven. Yeah. You guys
0: were yeah. driving around all weekend. Yeah. Yeah. We- yeah. I mean, Ryan's driven all these vehicles. Uh, I mean,
2: the six by six K truck, uh-huh. the, the um, snow cat just mm-hmm. this morning, the golf cart. The golf cart. Yep. The, uh, what else did we drive? <sighs> I mean snow bikes, but those. aren't I
1: mean, projects. there's a project that's not been publicized yet. I drove. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: uh, you the you little, can talk yeah. About the little, the little pink turbo <laughs> quad. Yeah, pink yep. turbo quad. <laughs> yep, Yep. Um, yeah. The K aforementioned truck. garage door murderer. yep, yep, <laughs> yep. exactly. <laughs>
1: and obviously, we know like the colonel
2: and like the. Yeah, yeah. you've driven rod. those, and before, I've driven them yeah. a bunch. So
1: like, I'm not that keen to like. I had to go drive that right well, now. Well, also know? there's a bunch of snow, and they kind of are yeah, not they're not the best of that. Yeah. Maybe I
0: just need three Changlies until I feel like we've made
4: it. You know.
1: Maybe four. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I feel like you guys have reached the level of like working like a well-oiled machine like before like you know you start a youtube channel you're just like i don't know what i'm doing you know what i mean pretty random but now like you guys have like a pretty good grip on like what to do you have like Mm a like a a framework that works basically you know what i mean and i think that's something that's actually really interesting Mm. even not even just like the public size of the builds but also like the sides of like what it's like dealing with brands what it's like to schedule out in advance what it's like to be working on four projects at once and trying to like yeah. juggle when to release things you know what I mean yeah. like that kind of stuff would be actually really a little used to that but yeah. well and you always will be because it always changes you know what <laughs> right. it is like like one year it's this way and then YouTube is like hey we should do change everything now and then you have to change everything you know what I mean mm-hmm. but like I feel like that side of it would be really interesting because that's not something people publicize yeah. Think true. about how many like successful channels, and I know that you hesitate to call yourself like successful, successful, or whatever, because you're not in your Act Three. But you are. I mean, you guys yeah, are living no, I mean, off of YouTube. We're definitely a success, and you have employees, channel. and like you like you have a functioning business that is not just you know YouTube you know view revenue. You know, there's more more yeah. sides. There's a lot of facets to that, and I think that that is actually very interesting because I mean, look at any successful YouTube channel. There's very few of them that actually publicize what it's like behind. Yeah. Like the actual inner workings. And I I know there's reasons behind that too, because like that's the secret sauce. That's your success. You don't want like, but at the same time, like, I I don't know. I I feel like that would be really interesting.
0: Yeah. I feel like it's just, if on YouTube you're showing this kind of glamorous thing and maybe all that stuff is less glamorous, like, like Mr. Beast let people follow him around and make documentaries Uh of him recently. And those were really interesting. Mm hmm. But it's also not that insightful because no one else is even remotely close to doing it like that. And like he has ten full warehouses building sets for ten videos. But that, that's, 100% that's of the what time. I'm saying. Like though, you, you don't have that. You're not there, and that's why it makes it better. Oh, I see. It's more relatable. It's like a more tranche style documentary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and
1: honestly, like I think it'd be really cool because people could see like the people that you are outside of like YouTube. You know, front of the camera, mm-hmm. which is actually very similar to people who are like you guys. Don't really change yourself for that, and that's also like I, I can attest to that because I've been around you guys a bunch. Like, yep. and that I think would be very interesting to watch.
0: Yeah, I feel like that would probably be something that someone else would have to film. That's because part of it too, because I was yeah. filming yeah. it. That, 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 time, that's a good point. Yeah, and you'd kind of miss out on that part of it. Yeah, yep. And that's like a big part. That's a genuine. That's a genuine what what part I, about, I didn't think of in, I think, that, in that statement. But what we were talking about is kind of uh, something like the 100-mile challenge on steroids that's that, a little more custom. Like, potentially like, kind of like, 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 like Grand Tour-esque
2: kind of yeah. thing? Yeah. I mean, one, one of the ideas is to just actually do it with the Humvees that we bought,
0: Yeah, the road trip home and stuff. Like, that's one yeah. of the, that, one that, of the that, options. That's a good idea, yeah. too. That one, I mean, maybe I'm setting my goals too big, but I also am thinking of the Humvee trip as a practice movie right uh, yeah like, it, get used to the cameras get used to the new microphones get used to the editing workflow of putting something with that because like i mean live mics and stuff syncing yeah. into footage like this is all going to be a, learning a lot experience of experience for me yeah. and it's like the humvee trip is like going to be really solid uh, and it's a cool story but it's not like a movie yeah so we'll know. You know what makes it a movie though
1: <laughs> What do what do what like the Grand Tour does? Go to a different country, then
0: buy something ridiculous in a different country and get it home. Yep. Like, we have like, the, talked on the podcast before. Doing a grind hard goes to Florida. I
4: mean, it's, that, <laughs> that's, that, that's not it, a different country. It's not. But like, like
1: even if it's like you know, like like Mexico, like something that's like maybe not like you have to go like, yeah. cross the sea for. Yeah. But you could drive something home that's completely yeah. ridiculous. Mexico would be pretty. Cool. That uh-huh. would be grind hard because yeah. like that's and that's completely like. You know, up till now, it's been all inside the U.S. So it's a different a different dimension. Yeah. Like, that a would be very interesting, too. Hey, look. UPS, UPS is here. You know what that means? Ups. Mail. That means Dungeons & Dragons materials are here. Oh,
0: <laughs> Yeah, you're no stranger to podcasts. Oh, no. <laughs> what what have you done in your life? <laughs> you're just, like, brushing so, over. You've only talked about
1: your steel work, <sighs> and, like, yeah, there's I've a done, lot more. I've done more. a lot of really, I'm like, I've done a lot of things. Um... So, some friends and I, we ran a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Uh, I'm not going to name it because I don't want people to go unearth it.
4: I don't oh, think the not? podcast is. Why still not? Up. I, I want to see this podcast.
1: Heart, ah, you know how like you make something and then you look at it like two years later and you go, Ooh, you know, like you're like, yeah, like it's not bad, but like, you know,
0: but, but what you're making now, you're proud of. That's true. So you wouldn't be making stuff this good now if you hadn't.
1: It, it is stepping. Stone. It, was, it was. It was. a stepping yeah. stone for
0: I sure. Mean, I mean, like learning I learning how to tell stories. If, I mean,
1: if you had built. me on this podcast before I did that podcast, I would be very quiet and not feel confident enough talking on like yeah. a microphone. So like I there's there's facets to this, right? So yeah, I I was a dungeon master on a comedy D and D podcast that was a little unhinged, um, but a good time. Nice. We had some pretty cool opportunities. We worked with um, like. Uh, Beth May from like Freddie W's uh, Dungeons and Daddies podcast and stuff. Like we had some. (laughs) Wow. There's some Dungeons and Daddies. (laughs) That is the funniest podcast I've ever seen in my life. Like listen to in my life. That's hilarious. Um, Anyway.
0: What what do you think it is that brought Dungeons and Dragons from this like low, like more underground, more hardcore nerd thing to more of like a mainstream life? Have you
1: heard of Critical Role before? No. Do you know who Matt Mercer is? No. (laughs) do <laughs> um, <laughs> you know the game
0: Overwatch
4: yeah yes. Okay.
1: so you remember the character they've renamed him since then but McCree like the like western cowboy guy in the game Yeah. so Matt Mercer voiced him Okay. he also he, he's a voice actor okay. uh, he voiced many things like uh, cartoons and anime and all that stuff but anyway so there's like a really high production like podcast you can call it called Critical Role like we're talking like like they probably spend like a hundred K plus per episode, like big, On big a production. podcast? Yeah. Podcast. Yeah, and it's just just 100K thing. And, and I'm, I'm a hundred And the mom's but like they yeah. have like they have anything you can think of. Like it's it's a full studio production. And um wow. I think that's what kinda like made it kinda cool. And then you have like um <sighs> Joe, what's right. his name? Joe Morella. What's his name is the i can't remember his name this is this big jack guy he also has a podcast that or like show that's D as well well um, there's also stranger things i mean and stranger, no, stranger things stranger things has
2: to, to be a big part of that it, was a yeah. huge
1: proponent to it too but even before that like it sure. was it was already starting to pop off like it went from like yeah there's like 20 or so kind of popular D podcasts to like as in the span of years where there was like 400 of them yeah, that's like, what
0: i'm kind of thinking like for me it seemed like it was a thing that I never heard anybody talk about. And then, bam, like everyone was playing, everyone was yep. listening to one of the podcasts of it. Like something hit where it became more yeah. than just like a very, like you'd have to be like deep down the nerd rabbit hole to get yeah.
1: into it. But. I think part of it's a nostalgia thing too. Like, cause like, um, like our generation and generation before was playing D&D when they were kids mm-hmm. and now we're old enough to have money and do things with it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, so I like, it's ah. like, like classic games and stuff like that. Like there, there will always yeah. be channels that can make money off of classic games.
0: Yeah. It's like Pokemon cards blowing yep. up again. Yep. Yep. It's like, you know what? I've been working hard and now I have a, the money to buy uh-huh. a base set and then yep. you just get one of each because you want to share that with your kid and then yep. things just all of a sudden skyrocket out of nowhere.
1: Ethan does yeah. no Pokemon.
2: I mean, I, I, not really. No, I mean, I, I like spot out
0: a Pikachu. But I, uh, <laughs> I, I had,
2: I had a few Pokemon cards when I was in like third or fourth grade because everybody did, and I had them yep. because it's what everyone was doing. But I never like played a game of Pokemon. Or you still yeah. got
0: any of those? No, of course. Oh, not. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I'll take them off your hands. I was like like yeah, I'll take yeah, some <laughs> of those. Twenty something years yeah, ago, you're heavy to Pokemon Go still, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Heavy. I just caught a nice shiny yesterday, actually. But that's where he was. Yeah. He was I catching that I was <laughs> trying to taper down i was my screen time was going heavy on the pokemon side of things yeah i mm. only play for like 20 minutes a day now that's healthy yeah we do this this segment on the podcast It's wise words with will so i think we got to get We're one. already to the wise words of will yeah i think so it's always better if we catch him off guard yeah
3: ah oh, man let me crack my back for a
4: second <laughs> <laughs> hmm
3: Mm. <laughs> Man, I'm really not feeling wise today, but I'll try to give some wise words for the
0: people. Um mm. <laughs> What do you do on days where you don't feel wise? I uh, usually go break the law. <laughs> 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 uh,
4: that so uh, that's what questions. I would <laughs> used to do, but um
3: hmm. I really don't know today. I don't have any wise words with me. got be something rattling around in there. It doesn't have to actually
2: nope. be wise,
1: Will. You can say pretty much anything you want. <laughs> I, I, I noticed one wise decision Will's made lately, though.
3: He's okay. a civic
2: out there. That's true. He did yeah, buy a house. Have,
3: yeah, I have talked about this. I'm using okay. a lot of my wisely, like, <laughs> wisery, like, <in> wisery past <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> <Avery>. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, go buy a reliable car. But, um, Honestly, I guess a wise word would be don't always listen to people that tell you what to do and do your own thing sometimes because there's going to be a lot of people in your life giving you opinions that are theirs and you kind of got to live your life and make your own opinions.
0: Word. Wise words with Will. Will. That's wise. Did you have an example Damn. of this recently?
4: Mm, It seems like it's
0: coming from
3: somewhere. I have quite a few examples, but, you know, (laughs) a main example would be I recently bought a new motorcycle, Mm -hmm. and everyone in my life said it was a bad idea because you almost died on one last year. I am guilty of of saying it was a bad idea. Yeah, so, like, everyone in my life has said it's a bad idea, essentially. Even my girlfriend at first was like, (laughs) i really do really want another motorcycle i'm like (laughs) yes um and i think it's just like doing something that makes you happy in life over what people would say would be the best option for your life Mm. because otherwise you're just gonna sit around and be like man i wish i had done this i wish i had done that and
0: i think you're being pretty wise with it though you said you bought the best helmet money could buy you weren't cheaping out on the helmet Mm -hmm. I did see a picture of Instagram of you wearing your suit and your pants. And and a helmet, too. To be fair, you were wearing these
3: little flimsy Nikes. You might want to invest in some riding boots. They're coming. I also bought one of the best riding boots Money can buy it too, so I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting I'm good here, aren't you? I'm
4: getting <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> Get hit.
3: if I got hit by another truck, I feel like I'd be okay. But uh, okay, maybe that's
0: not the right. You should say that.
3: No, that's really, not the right mindset. <laughs> no, but yeah, I think that's a that's a wise word that I would for sure think that I've been thinking about a lot. Is I think you kind of got to figure some things out for yourself, and mm-hmm. you can have people point you in the right direction, but you can't always live someone else's life. So yeah,
0: I can respect I think that. the wise words go. with will on your behalf. I can drop for the people. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have one of the fastest stock street bikes, money can buy, mm-hmm. then you should have some of the nicest safety equipment money. Combined. Yes. There yeah, you go. 100%. 100%. Wise. We'll just tie those two together yeah. and call it a podcast. Yeah. There you oh,
3: go. also, Uh, On another note, I have to go pee so bad because I've been just (laughs) drinking so many bubblies. So another wise word, if you're making podcasts, don't drink like five bubblies before the podcast.
0: (laughs) I can agree with that. Fair enough. Well, that's the Sentin Bent Podcast. It's available wherever you download podcasts. And we'll be back next week. Awesome.